there. Welcome to Beauties and Banter, a lifestyle podcast where we are relevant, witty, and opinionated. Okay, y'all, the banter is brewing. It's time to sip some tea, so let's get into it. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. (laughs) How you doing? Girl, I'm good, but I'm a little tired. You ain't got that corona, do you now? Nah, no corona here. Just training for a half marathon and a marathon, that's all. Oh, did you start your training this week? I've been training for three weeks. I I started early training. Um, So I started a a week, or three weeks, well actually, training for the marathon hasn't actually started. But for the half marathon, it started March 1st. Mm -hmm. So I, I started like, Two and a uh, week and a half early. Okay. So, so what was your run this week? My run this week, I'm 30 minutes where I'm doing two minutes um, walk, two minutes running, one minute walking. And today I did 30 minutes and I was just shy of two miles. Awesome. That's a good yeah, pace. 9, 8, like 1.98. Yeah. That's a good pace. Um, and you did that outside or on the treadmill? On the treadmill. Okay. Yep. Build that endurance, girl. Yeah. So my race is about three weeks away now. I'm just doing a 5K. And um, it's funny because I've been doing the treadmill. When I'm on the treadmill, I average between like a anywhere from almost like a 12-minute to like 14-minute mile. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm outside, it's you know it's a different terrain. You don't have that treadmill running underneath you for that speed. Mm-hmm. So I'm more like 16 minutes or so, um, which is good because I said my goal with the 5K, you know, which is three miles, was to really do like 45 minutes. So even if my pace is a 15 minute mile. But these last couple of weeks, I've been getting used to running outside. So like today, I actually haven't been feeling that good. So I walked today and I did about two miles and I was around 30 minutes as well, too. So. OK, that's good. I know. So now that the weather is warming up, it's really nice to be able to run outside. Yeah, I can't wait for that to happen. Thank <laughs> God spring is around the corner. I know. So we are still in March, um, which means it is still Women's History Month. And just like we did on the last podcast, we want to talk on this podcast about some of the women um, that we want to celebrate that are making history, or as we like to say, her story. Um, So I will start and I actually want to celebrate Beatrix Dixon, who is the CEO of the Honeypot Co. Company. So, well, before some of you all may not remember that name, you probably know the name now. She has been in the news lately. So the Honeypot Co. is a feminine wellness company, and it's all plant-based. And her tagline is um, made by humans with vaginas for humans with vaginas. So it's women making products for women. 
And she has a really cool story because she said that the way she came up with the business idea is she was suffering from bacterial vaginosis, which is something that a lot of women do not talk openly about, but is very common. Mm-hmm. She had been suffering for going on six months straight and she had tried everything. And she said that she had a dream and an ancestor came to her in a dream and gave her these ingredients. And they were all things that she had been trying, apple cider vinegar, you know, coconut oil, but she had never put them together. And she said she woke up, wrote down the list, and she made it. And she was already living like a holistic life. Like the last job that she had before she started her company was um, a merchandise buyer at Whole Foods. And she said it worked for her. And that's how she started her company. So she has feminine wash, feminine wipes. She has um, all natural tampons, panty liners, and um, they just rolled out today a menstrual cup. So all I, right, our ancestors come through with yes, recipe. Yes, and she's been very successful. Started online, and she recently started getting into retailers. So the reason that she became headline news is during the month of February, Target was running several commercials highlighting black female founders and products that they carry in the store. We all know Target is famous for carrying Carol's Daughter, Shea Moisture, the Lip Bar, to name a few Black-owned businesses, and now Honeypot Co. And in her commercial, she talked about the importance of Target carrying this product so that she can make way for other Black female founders. She is the first and only Black female founder to have raised a million dollars in venture capital for a startup. Hey, now. Yes. Well, our white sisters did not like that and immediately started bombarding this website called Trustpilot, not necessarily with negative reviews about the product, but calling her a racist simply for saying that she wanted to make way for more black female founders. So literally shut down the website And her score, you know, which was like a 4.5, dropped to 2. So in response to that, this is why I love my sisters, the sisters bombarded the website. And the sisters bombarded social media. And we went to Target and we went online. So much so that she doubled her sales in a matter of weeks. And they are sold out of all her products, Walmart, Target. She sold out online. Because as Auntie Michelle would say, when they go low, we go high. Yes. And so everybody has banded together and people who did not know, oh, okay, I'm buying that because she truly never said her product is for all women. She, as a black woman, though, is serious about black women in entrepreneurship. So Trustpilot wasn't having it. They got a hold of it. They suspended reviews on there and returned her positive score, but it just goes to show you what people can mean for evil for you can easily be turned around for your good. And now she is boring. Okay. She is on the real. She was on the breakfast club. All of these outlets that had not heard of her. As I said, I started using her products in November and I was looking to add to my personal care line And I specifically wanted natural products. And her wash was one of the first things that I tried. 
And um, she has uh, like a, a lavender spray. She has intimate wipes. And I Googled uh, Black-owned personal care brands. And I know we've talked about this before. It is so easy to support Black-owned businesses. All you got to do is Google. And so shout out to Beatrice Dixon. Thank you, sister. You have made her story by being the first woman to raise a million dollars in venture capital. You are continuing to make history by having your products in the uh, stores at multiple big box retailers. And congratulations on having your biggest sales month ever, thanks to negativity. Yes. So that's who I'm celebrating. Let's celebrate. And I am celebrating Miss Serena Jamika Williams. Yeah, I said her whole name, her whole government name. And you know what? It looked like her middle name would be Jamika too. (laughs) Because she's from Compton. Sorry. Stereotyping. But yeah, that sounds about right. (laughs) Right. right. And so I'm celebrating her not because she is the best tennis player um, in the world, but she is a strong black woman who just mm-hmm. doesn't take no, who doesn't, who takes the critics and just doesn't care what they say. She's like, I can show you better than I can tell you. And she shows them with every single win that she gets, with yes. every single accomplishment that she has, that with every single uh, endorsement that she gets, she she just shows up and shows out. And I'm always so amazed by her. I'm amazed by her strength. I'm amazed by how much heart she has in the game, how mm-hmm. strong she is and she doesn't give up. I'm amazed by um, her being a wife, a mother, and a mogul. Serena has it all. She has done it all. Not only has she won the U.S. Open. Um, she's also won the some Olympic gold medals as well, too. Yep. Won so many different things. Um, but she's also done some acting as well, too, where she's done voiceovers. She's been in the fashion game as well, too. Um, she is just, she's not, she doesn't stop. I remember when she got a license to do nails. Because that was a hobby that she already loved. I remember she did that years ago. Yeah. And she has her own fashion line now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. She sure does. Yes, by Serena. And it's some cute stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So shout out to Serena for being the woman that does it all with no... She lives her life, her best life, with no regrets, in my opinion. Yes. And she does it very well. And she's. I just admire her so much for her strength for her tenacity, and for um, everything that she does with her activism as well, too. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Shout out to Serena. And I just love her for birthing little Olympia because she is the cutest. (laughs) One of my favorite babies to follow on Instagram. (laughs) And what's what's the little baby that they, I forgot the little baby she called, she always has with her. Oh gosh, yes. The baby had her own Instagram and own dog. Oh, I forgot her name. Um, because she was her mother. Oh, let me look up real quick on Instagram. Girl, she would be dragging that little doll. I know, it's so funny, it's so cute. Um Quay Quay. Quay Quay, yes, Quay Quay. 
Quay Quay still posting. <laughs> yeah, she still um she still posted. They made like a bigger version of it. And uh yeah, poor little Quay Quay, cause she would just be dragging her child. You know who I can see uh little Olympia being friends with is the shadiest baby ever. Kavia. Yes. Yes. I can see that too. I can see them being really good friends. <laughs> and she being like, girl. <laughs> yes. Shout out to um, shout out to that. Well, speaking of powerful women, um, okay, first of all, we gotta talk about these breaking news. Okay. It's a lot of breaking news coming through as we're doing this podcast. So I just got this. As I'm closing my phone, the NBA is suspending the rest of the season after a player has tested positive for the coronavirus. Oh, Lord. The whole season. Wow. Now, I I had just read earlier that the... um that uh what's Steph Curry's team? I can't remember it the at this Warriors. moment. Yes. Yes, Warriors, who I love. They decided not to have fans come to the game. So I read I read that earlier, but I didn't hear about this one. That's crazy. It just popped up. And then prior to us just as we were starting to prep for recording, we got the breaking news that Tom Hanks and his wife have tested positive. Yeah. And then uh, the president, he shut down, traveled to the UK for the next 30 days. Well, and that sucks because we're not letting people back in. And I wonder what that means for people who are over there for work or uh, my former financial advisor had relocated to Italy. But I know from time to time, she still, you know, will travel back here to visit family. You know, we got a um, someone at work that's in Mexico right now. We were kind of joking, like, we hope he can get back in. Wow. Wow, the whole season. I know that I heard they had canceled. Um, I don't know if they canceled the NCAA, you know, because it's like March Madness and all that. Mm-hmm. Woo. Okay, today is a day. In other breaking news... Um, Harvey Weinstein finally sentenced for his um, sexual crimes. Finally, the the what what I I don't want to say started the Me Too movement because shout out to Tarana Bark, who black woman started Me Too movement years ago, but brought the Me Too movement to Hollywood. Um, mm-hmm. He was sentenced to twenty three years in jail. And as somebody posted on Instagram, may he rot. (laughs) (laughs) The Instagram just gives me life. They just give me life, the Instagrammers. (laughs) Right. So Harvey is a perfect segue for what we were going to talk about before I got distracted by the coronavirus. Um, There's a lot of people have been calling, when Oprah and Gail going to interview him now? This, this, this. So many people have been butt hurt. Because they feel like Oprah Winfrey was behind the Russell Simmons documentary and they keep attaching the Michael Jackson leaving Neverland to Oprah. Mm-hmm. 
when when we get the facts, Oprah was not behind the Leaving Neverland uh, documentary. She did a special on it where she did interview the people as well as interviewing other victims of sexual assault. So people felt like it was a little bit of a cosign. And then Russell Simmons, she was involved and she pulled out. And then Bestie Gale, you know, has recently come under fire for continuing to bring up rape allegations against Kobe Bryant after he died, specifically in an interview with one of his good friends, Lisa Leslie. So folks been all on the ground today. Can't even celebrate Bill, uh, oh Lord, I said Bill Cosby. Harvey, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein for bringing up Oprah and Gail. And so I don't know why people can't keep their name out their mouth. Leave Oprah and Gail alone. They have a right to their opinion. They are first journalists, which they have always been. Yes. So a journalist is always going to write their story or speak their story or talk their story. Um, However, they should do it from both sides. So it shouldn't be just about blacks. I think it should be about blacks and whites um, and any other thing in between. Uh, Hispanics, Asians, uh, any race under the sun. So I, I think that don't exclude different races. Be inclusive of everybody if you're going to do that. Right. And so that's that's what people really feel that like, hey, on top of that, like they once were buddies with Harvey Weinstein. And and while you have, you know, um distanced yourself from him and condemned what he did, <coughs> just like you did the R. Kelly interview, people feel like why didn't they do any interviews to kind of spotlight him? Um, but Gail seems to have no worries, right? <laughs> yeah, because Oprah is her therapist. And she, does, she doesn't need a therapist because Oprah has been her therapist for years. Okay. That, that sounds about right. Because a lot of people would say that Oprah has been their therapist. Just from watching her on TV and reading her books and podcasts. But, you know, I mean, I know Oprah ain't got no degree, but I was just about to say that. Now, where's your degree now, Oprah? I Not that I not that she can't help people. Not I'm not saying that she can't. But what I am saying is that where is your degree? Right. Well, because what did she say? She's been through divorces and no matter what, she's always felt like, you know, everything she went through. Oprah was there for her and counseled her through that. But conversely, Oprah doesn't feel the same because Oprah has been to many therapists, she said. And not only that, boo, that's, that's what a friend does. Support a friend counsel, counsel uh, I can't even say it right. A friend will give you counsel and they will help you through your ups and your downs. That's a friend, not a therapist. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. She can't help you untangle all your uh, trauma. Speaking of trauma. Uh-oh. Let's talk about Ms. Uh, Kenya of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Ooh. <laughs> she knows how to twirl on some drama. <laughs> drama, Team trauma, girl. and everything else in between. Yes, I am all caught up on my Real Housewives of Atlanta. And poor Kenya. Now, is it poor Kenya or is it girl karma's a you know what? 
Listen, that's what Nene said. Mm. Nene said it's karma. I mean, listen, you guys to be careful what you put out there and how you talk about other people because we already know her and her husband are separated. Mm-hmm. And now we get to see on these recent episodes kind of how their relationship started breaking down. Matter of fact, this last episode, they said that it was the day after when they filed everything. Yep, it was. And, you know, here you are. Yes, he is very nasty to you, your husband. Um, And he is very disrespectful, in my opinion, because he has said some things in in, in a tone that shouldn't be said from a husband to a wife. Yes, you do get angry. Um, and you have a hard way of expressing yourself, but he's just rude and mean, just ridiculous. However, is she not the same to different women? Well, so a couple things. He is rude and mean. Um, he comes off very, you know, um, off-putting is maybe the right word to say. Mm -hmm. But I, when I see it, I also see a lot of frustration, you know, Because when they were at the charity event, there was a little bit of her having the security follow, you know, her having um, constantly getting up and about. And he seemed to kind of want to have her there at his side and not, you know, do all the back and forth. We also know that he was very open about not wanting to be a part of the show. You know, not every man signs up for that and he says he didn't sign up for that but some people argue you knew who she was when you married her exactly and did you want her to give up her money maker she has her hair care line but it's real housewives of atlanta that keeps her on everyone's mind and she should they both should have said that or discussed that in the beginning like i mean not that we i was there or you were there we don't know what they did or what they didn't do However, I mean, just go ahead and just go through some counseling. It doesn't seem like they did, but that's one thing they should have done before they got married um, is talk about what are the expectations. Are you moving here? Am I moving there? Do you have any aspirations to live in it somewhere different? What's going to happen with our baby? Or if we have kids, whether we don't have kids, um, how much time are we going to spend together if we're going to spend it apart? What does that look like? Let's talk about those things. What is, and if you don't talk about those things, that's what happens. Well, and it seemed like when she was talking to Cynthia, that's what she was sharing. That Because I think Cynthia was sharing some of the struggles her and Mike are going through. And they've been long distance. And now they are moving in together. And she's finding things out. And she said they need counseling because they don't communicate well. And it seemed like Kenya was like, yeah, I wish we would have did all that. Well... I kind of don't know if she really, but I'm like, did you really give your marriage the fair opportunity if you all never relocated? It seems to be she didn't want to relocate to Brooklyn where he lived because she had her business there, Real Housewives of Atlanta and Kenya Moore Hair Care. He had businesses in New York. I mean, sometimes in relationships, you have to compromise or you have to be really intentional about it and it seems like that that's where they started to be disconnected because they weren't around each other that much and then when the baby came i think that presented 
a distraction from their marriage, right? You know, if you're no longer dating me and focused on me, we're focused on this baby. Mm-hmm. And well, they, one thing I know for sure is that with every job that they, that you have, there is things called a job transfer. So can you not ask Andy to get a transfer to the Real Housewives of New York? Yeah. Sure, that's not your crowd, but that would be a different atmosphere. And you could still do the same job and have the same type of drama, but with different women. And Kenny Moore Hair Care can be operated from anywhere. If you really, truly love your husband, that could be an option. If he really, truly loves you, he can decide, I'm going to close my restaurant in New York and I'm going to open something in Atlanta. Or I'm going to have something in, keep New York, have someone else manage it and move to Atlanta and open something in Atlanta. There you go. I agree. You can't both still want your separate agendas and expect to come together. But it seems like also there was something else going on. And so when you talk about karma, because she talking about, what did she say? An ex-girlfriend? She found a message and that they were still communicating intimately right up until the time that they got married? Mm-hmm. But you want to throw the cookie lady in front of Tanya's face. And then, and not all, all up in her face, bringing some cookies on top of that. Oh, that was so petty. Girl, that was beyond petty. Yeah. No, I mean, I do think it's a little bit of karma. I mean, of course... And like everyone said, once they got to the Greece and Nini tried to, you know, bring up like, hey, we're here for you. We support you. And, you know, even though she was still very like, Ugh. but it's just like you feel bad. But then it's just like you also be like, you know what? You just so nasty. So rude. <laughs> right. In the words of Nini. <laughs> right. So it's hard to feel sorry for her. Do you think yeah. they will reconcile? No, I I really don't. Mm-hmm. She got a baby out of it. Well, that's what she wanted. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what she truly wanted was the baby. Right. And, she, and a marriage. She did want a marriage. She, she got that. And, I mean, be careful for what you ask for because you just might get it. You got to pray when you pray. You pray for specific, specific specifics and specifics. All of them. <laughs> What about Portia and Dennis? You think they gonna make it to the altar? I think they will. Uh, I, I think that it's gonna take a little longer, but I think that they're gonna make it. Yeah, I think they rushed in a little bit too, and have to realize they gotta yeah. take a step back. Mm-hmm. Get reengaged. And I think that they're doing the right thing by going to counseling and trying to get through this together. Mm-hmm. Uh, people. Just listen, let this PSA hit you real quick. Real quick. Things hit different when you get a therapist in your life and you learn a few things. Hey, now, I can testify. (laughs) Me too. It's something about being emotionally mature and healing that just hit different. (laughs) Right. And I think couples counseling is always key and, you know, it should not be seen as a bad thing. It is just how do you expect two humans who do, you know, 
we all come from different places totally and you share this commonality of wanting to be together but that doesn't mean it's always easy absolutely so but speaking of couples Let's talk about some political couples, namely Rosario Dawson. Is it Rosario or Rosario? Rosario. I guess it depends on where you come from, how you say it. (laughs) Rosario Dawson and former presidential candidate, but Senator Cory Booker. It seems like they have a little bit of a house divided, Renee. Yes, they do. They surely do. One is voting for and supporting. One is voting and supporting for Biden. Biden, I can't even get it out. And the other one is going for Uncle Bernie. Oh, Lord, Uncle Bernie. Yeah. Mm. So Corey came out throwing his full support behind Uncle Joe. It's Uncle Joe, not Uncle Bernie. Is it Uncle Joe? Okay, Uncle Joe. And (laughs) who's Bernie? Grandpa Bernie? We just call him Bernie. Okay. But we've we been calling Joe Biden Uncle Joe since the Obama president. We have been, yeah, we have been calling him Uncle Joe since then. He he been at the cookout. I don't know about Bernie. <laughs> I don't know if he got a full invite yet. <laughs> he, did he take care of that student loan debt? That might be uh, everybody being like you invited. Yeah, that'll make a difference. <laughs> yeah, so Corey went ahead and threw his support behind Biden, as did Kamala Harris. Um, but then Rosario came through on the Instagram, shouting out Bernie. Totally different. Yes, totally different. But which is this- interesting because he he had you know he took his presidency run at uh, for the president presidential i can't even get it out tonight i guess i'm tired uh you know what i'm talking about he has his, his, his presidential um run thank you <laughs> and so he did not get it um he pulled out of the race because he was not seen as a viable candidate unfortunately because i like cory booker yeah, um and he just him. decided recently to back joe biden and so because he's backing Joe Biden, it would seem like if you are, I mean, not that all couples vote the same way. They definitely have different difference of opinion and different things and political aspects are, you know, uh, or affiliations could be definitely different and you could still be married. So, but it did surprise me because uh, they're dating and she supported him as a candidate. So it would seem like she would support the person that he supports, but that's not the case. Yeah. So that leads to the question, can you have different political views and still be in, you know, a relationship with someone? Do your views have to be the same? I don't think that they have to be the exact same. Um, I don't even think that they, yeah, I think they could be different. Mm -hmm. I think that you could have a Democrat and a Republican live in the same household. Yeah. And it has been known. I mean, I think it's a matter of respect. And so, you know, she did get behind Corey and his 
his platform did not seem to be similar to Sanders. So it did, it does seem to be interesting that that's who she leaned with, but he wasn't really Biden either. I do feel like he was a little bit in between because, you know, Corey is a man of the people. We all mm-hmm. know him moving to the projects and stuff. So I'm sure he was in full support of things like forgiving student loan debt and all of these things, making college free, free healthcare that Bernie is support of. So I can maybe, <laughs> I can maybe kind of see that where a lot of people see Biden as like the status quo, you know, of the Democratic mm-hmm. party, party and Booker talked about shaking things up. And so, you know, if that is how Rosario feels, which was why it was so easy for her to support her man. She just feels that the candidate that's willing to shake up how things are is Bernie. And Corey may feel like it's best to kind of keep things stable right now and not do too much. So I'm going with Biden. And I do feel like if they can respect where each other are coming from and if the ultimate common goal is the same, that it can work. A Democrat and a Republican would be a little more interesting because they can be on opposite ends of the spectrum. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Now, however, Corey could be also backing back Biden because he is looking for that president, vice president uh, bid and being that candidate for that. And it might be Booker Biden Booker. Lord, that's a mouthful right there. Biden Booker. Biden Booker. <laughs> I don't even know if I like the way that sounds. So Rosario could be, what do you call the first lady or the vice president? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what did they call when um, Jill Biden? What they call her? I think they just, just called her Jill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, they, it, call, they called. Um, well, yeah. I don't yeah, think they, they got a Jill. name. They don't get a name. Vice lady. <laughs> Vice lady. <laughs> I mean, it would only be right being that Joe Biden served under a black president that he gets him a black VP. I can see that. Me and a friend were discussing um, that Biden would either go with a woman or a black person and maybe not the extreme with a black woman, which I don't see as extreme, but clearly this country would. Um, A Stacey Abrams. Uh, type, I don't think a Kamala, just because I really don't think they got along, <laughs> but, um, right. or a black man, and Booker would be like, duh, you know? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's very rare that they end up picking somebody that was also in the presidential running. Like, Obama picked Joe, but Joe wasn't running that year. When Hillary got the nomination, she didn't pick anybody that was running that year. You know, so I wonder what the stats are on that. Like people actually picking a person that they were on the, you know, that was in the same running of them in the same year. I mean, yeah, he might want to like a a cabinet seat or something like that. So maybe that's why he's backing them. You know, political politics is politics. It is. You, you know, rub my back, I'll rub yours. Yeah, because Ben Carson was running against Trump, but, you know, he gave him a cabinet seat. Um, Yes, we can make Corey secretary of housing and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Chief Chief of staff. There's a lot of things that that could be done. Well, you know, it's all starting to wrap up. We've had two big Super Tuesdays. Biden 
seems to be the inevitable winner, but uh, Bernie is not backing down. I know he made it clear today that they were pressing forward and that he was ready for the debates. Yep, he's ready. Let's get it. Let's do it. Let's see who's going to get this done and who's going to be our candidate for the presidential election that's going to go against Trump. Yes, November will be here before we know it. So as we said last time, if you still live in a state that hasn't voted yet, I do still think there are a few. Um, Make sure you're registered to vote. Get out there. And definitely, if you missed your primary, please don't miss your presidential and get your voting stuff together. Because as we've seen in the last election, every vote counts. Vote early, too. Because so many people dealt with lines and complaints, but early voting is always an option. I voted on the same day. I was traveling so much and didn't get early voting, so I do understand. But if you can, vote early. Get it out the way. I plan on voting early for the presidential election when it comes around. Yep. Agreed. Um, so yeah, it's your vote still counts just as much. I know it's exciting to do it on the same day and all of that stuff, but just get your vote in there. That's all we care about. <laughs> Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're gonna wrap it up today. Um, just wanted to catch up on some hot topics and um. Ooh, I just hope everyone stays safe and coronavirus free. Seriously. Um, Wash your hands, people. Just wash your hands. Yeah, just stop being nasty, y'all. Like, come on. (laughs) And if you're sick, stay home. If you're sick, stay home. Wipe down everything. with Y'all got this stuff in your house. Everything that you need to fight the corona is in your house, or it should be. And if it ain't now, sorry, because it's sold out everywhere. You can't get sanitizer. You can't get wipes. Although, y'all quit running out of Walmart. I was at the dollar store. Now, I didn't need any, but the dollar store did have the off-brand disinfectant spray. So, listen, that's better than nothing if y'all can't. Let me tell you, Target has said today, look here, you can buy these, but we're going to limit six per person. You cannot buy any more than six because we're running out and that is not, we need to keep our inventory plentiful. I saw that. I was in Sam's, which is, you know, all bulk things. And I saw some note on the register about limit limiting certain things. I, di- I didn't even catch what it was, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And see, my coworkers be laughing at me because I got plasticware. That I keep at my desk. What I will not be doing is using the plates and forks that y'all use because I don't know how you wash them. Exactly. And I don't, Corona can live from two hours to nine days, they say. So, mm-hmm. well, you all stay safe out there. <laughs> and um, we want to hear from you. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes because that's the one that matters. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> You know, comment on our social media. You can find us online at Beauty's Banter. If you want to chime in on a conversation about do you think Kenya is getting her karma? How do you feel about relationships where uh, different political views are shared? Or do you even think it's good to talk about politics and relationships? And, you know, how do you feel about 
friends versus therapists. If you got a good friend, do you need a therapist? And we would also love to, in this month of Women's History Month, hear your stories about the women that you are celebrating this month. So you can always find us again at Beauties Banter on social media and use the hashtag Beauties Banter. And don't forget to share with a friend too. Let some people know what's going on over here. Yes, we want to banter with you. And if you've got some topics, let's talk about them. So until next time, bye. Bye. Thank you.